Well, D-Roy, it is time for Death, Piles, and Taxes. It's been a minute. How you doing, buddy? Was any better to be Adam Beasley. That's oh. how good I am. <laughs> Adam Beasley's doing pretty good right now. Life is real nice like being a school teacher at the end of May. Yeah, that's a good gig to have about this time of year. I know. I've, I've heard they only work 180 days a year. I mean, I, I don't know. I've, I've heard good and bad things about those school teachers. Yeah. Well, there's no comment. <laughs> oh, come on. No D-Roy. comment. I'm laying out the big fish right there, and you ain't biting on it, huh? I, I think 180-day work uh, work week would be, or work year, would be, uh, that'd be nice. The only best than that is an accountant, but. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, uh, each their own. There's there's pros and cons, I'm sure, that come with, with it, but. Uh, well, uh, D-Roy, how you been doing, buddy? I know you're kind of creating a big stir in the in the market. You usually like to do that. You stir the pot with uh, the people um, like I said, if this is your first time listening, uh, thank you for, for joining in. Hopefully, you, you know, you're uh, entertained, you get get some knowledge, help you make some money. D-Roy and I have kind of really turned into, you know, different trends to make money. I mean, we're always doing the same thing, how to make money online. But we've really hit it big on this ticket thing, D-Roy. Are, are you not entertained? Yes. Uh, we've talked about it year, you know, years now uh, about sports cards, memorabilia, not just sports cards, uh, you know, concert tickets, so many kind of nostalgia type items, and uh, you know, not not toot his horn because D-Roy very rarely does that. But toot toot. Uh, he is one of the uh, the vast knowledgeable beings about uh, wrestling and anything wrestling memorabilia. Well, it depends who you ask. Some some people think I know a lot and some people think I know very little. So Well, there's this thing called the internet. Apparently you can find anything on there, but Derek, can you maybe fill the people in on on a little situation that's been uh you've been throwing down? Well, I can <laughs> uh, I had a conversation last well yesterday. So there's this show, The Young Rock, which you may have heard of. If you're, if you're not watching The Young Rock, you should be watching The Young Rock. It's on NBC. It's about uh, Dwayne Johnson's growing up and childhood, a couple seasons now. And a couple weeks ago, I sent out a, you know, a little social media, hey, this is a good show. They had Haystacks, Calhoun, Adam, and George Jones in the same episode. Like George Jones, the singer? Yeah, they had his music. And they I had somebody like playing Haystacks, Calhoun. I said, it's 2022, and this is on primetime TV. If you're not watching this, you're missing out. How great is this? And so uh, the guy that writes for the show and used to be a head writer for WWE retweeted me and gave me a like. Half the cast over on uh, Instagram and stuff, the guy that played Haystacks, a lot of the cast gave me a thumbs up and a like. So so I thought, well, I'm doing pretty good. You know, the the, the actors, the show, acknowledge me, whatever. That, that's cool. That's nice. So uh, yesterday... It's over in the boogers. We've talked with the boogers folks before. But whoa, whoa. There, there's always a... <laughs> hold on, hold on. If you're new to the show, he's not talking about snot-nosed little kids boogers, right? Well, kind of am. <laughs> but no, it's a, there's a, a ticket group, people that collect tickets, and it's called Boogers. Uh, we interviewed the guy. If you want to get the whole context of why it's called that, go back and listen in the, in the archives. A Facebook group. A Facebook group. And so this guy gets on there and he says, well, how stupid is everyone that... Uh, got this ticket graded as the Rock's debut at this uh, uh, this uh, Survivor Series, and PSA put it on the ticket. But he really debuted at a dark match in you know this place at this time, uh, wrestling against uh, the Brooklyn Brawler, and in front you know, 
And so I just said, just because you watched the Young Rocky episode yesterday, it doesn't make you an expert. <laughs> well, I, I mean, and wrestling's a little different, right? It's not, it's, it's, it's a performance. And no, and uh, it's not like baseball. Somebody makes their major league, league debut. It's very easy to figure out when that was. Basketball was kind of questionable because was it the summer league game? Was it a preseason game? Was it an NBA game? But it's usually their first NBA official game. Uh, with wrestling, I mean, you know, The Rock had different names at the first. He, he was wrestling as Dwayne Johnson, and the one that guy was referred to as a tryout match in front of a crowd. But it was before the match. No one knew what was going on. They were just seeing if they liked him or not. Then he went on down to Memphis, and he wrestled for Jerry the King Lawler, kind of in like a, a training program, so to speak, kind of like a minor league, and he was Flex Cavana there. Oh, and so, you know, he had... And then, then this match, that yeah, whatever that we're arguing about there, he was... Uh, at Survivor Series, they'd build him up, and it was the Rocky Maivia, the debut, blah, blah, blah. So this guy just can't handle any of this. And it's when it was, was when it was. And so I, you know, asked him, well, <laughs> was uh, was Indiana Jones' debut when Harrison Ford played Han Solo in the Star Wars film? And, well, no, because that's uh, that's not Indiana Jones. So exactly, it's a different character, same guy, right? Well, this guy gets all worked up. I said, they're, they're, they're playing characters, buddy. Like, like it wasn't Dwayne Johnson. Anyways, he gets into me, well, you're telling me that Owen Hart didn't really die then? I said, well, <laughs> Owen Hart was a, was a guy playing a character name. That's where it gets confusing. Playing a character with the same name, but that's not the real guy. I said, Terry uh, Bollea made millions of dollars off of this big lawsuit because, uh, and, and one of the things that we don't need to go into here, he goes, oh, yeah, so... So without Hulk Hogan, Terry Bollea would be like breaking down tires or something like that. And I said, there is no Hulk Hogan. It's a character. It's like a comic book. There's a guy that writes a comic book and there's Captain America. Captain America doesn't really exist. Hulk Hogan doesn't really exist. A guy plays Hulk Hogan. A guy plays Ric Flair. A guy plays The Rock. Anyways, uh, this guy is, is still, I mean, he was, I, and I said, we're done. Like, I, I'm not going to, if you can't grasp a concept, it was a, it's it's not the same as a sport where you know uh, Donovan Mitchell is Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Well, what if he changed his name to Meta World Peace? Same guy. It's it. There's real life and then there's fiction. And I guess give it to the people in the wrestling world. They've done a good a good job sometimes blurring those lines. But uh, long story short, uh, if you think you're smarter than PSA, go work for them and do whatever you're gonna do. But it's it's just it's just. And then you get into the whole thing of. Well, like the Undertaker before he was the Undertaker of the WWE was Mean Mark Callis and, and some other names. Well, was his debut there? You know, this place or that place? I say a character debut is a character debut. I blew the guy's mind with Sting because I said Sting started in the '88 in the this territory here. They came to WCW had a debut, and then they changed his face paint, and so he came out as the Crow Sting in this place, and then they changed his face paint again, and he was the Joker Sting in this place. And then he comes to WWE and has a WWE debut. And then I kind of went on like six different debuts. And I said, so he had six different debuts. And this guy just couldn't handle that. So you asked for it, Adam. There you have it. Moral of the story, if you're going to come at D-Royce with some weak trash about wrestling, you better be able to take it. Bohica, buddy. Because here comes D-Roy and he's going to bring it to you strong. Well, and, and it sounds stupid and silly, and it is. But when you're talking about a a ticket that could be worth thousands of dollars versus if that's not true, his real debut, whatever. 
then it wouldn't be worth nearly as much. And this guy's trying to argue that all these people wasted money, but um, it, it, it's just one of those stupid online debates. It's it's kind of the counterfeiting type thing, or not even counterfeiting. Um, you know, a, a lot of this this kind of um, you know reselling online, which a lot of people have been doing for a long time. Um, it, it's really become popularized by by television series, by these storage wars, by you know the pickers and Pawn Stars, all these different things. But what happens is. D-Roy is the expert. When it comes to wrestling type memory, and obviously he doesn't know all of it, but he's very well tied in to the guys that know it. If I don't know it, I know I, I can make a phone call or a text to somebody that does. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what happens is a lot of these type items, they are they're very important, whether it's the, you know, the 1978 Japanese uh, you know, um, Star War original opener, which I have that ticket. Or, or whether it's the Return of the Jedi, or whether it's the closed captioning of WrestleMania three, there's a lot of different things that might not make sense to everybody, but if you're looking at real collectors, you want to have the most information possible. So if you go into a situation with an opportunity to buy something, you're not paying for something that is maybe a second or third tier. It's probably still really cool. And it's a very interesting product, but it's not going to have the value if it is the real legitimate item. Yeah, I think everyone knows it doesn't matter if you're doing shirts, if you're doing furniture, if you're doing uh, cards, whatever. There's there's reprints, there's originals, there's remakes, there's all that kind of stuff. So to know the difference between something that was the original make or the original one versus one that was reprinted a few years later, or when you're talking tickets, might have been on a... a a TV screen at a bar to get in versus at the real event or, you know, cards you're, you're talking about if it has a crease down at however the corners, the conditioning, um, if, a, if a piece of furniture has been reupholstered, if it's the original, if it's been lacquered. I mean, you got to know what you're looking at. And I, you can't be an expert in all fields, but you can have general knowledge in a lot of it. Yeah. Or if you, if you know, hunker down in what you're wanting to do, get your niche or whatever, and you'll learn experts in those fields so you can take a couple pictures and send it off to, you know, somebody that you might not know the answer to and say, hey, does this look right to you? Does this look good to you? Um, and go from there. And and D-Roy Legacies, he knows. So that brings me to the next step. I hear you have some breaking news, some big information that is happening on our show that by the time this airs, hopefully we can get some more, more traction. What do you got going up on Wednesday for us, D-Roy? What? Well, well, it's debatable, but I think I'm making it a debut. Now, this guy might tell me <laughs> I'm not making a debut. Uh, no, I've, I'm in the WhatNot family. Um, I, I went through the whole application. We've been talking about it. I went through uh, the onboarding process last Friday. Uh, maybe that's why we didn't have a show. I don't know. Somebody got COVID. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> but uh, I, I, uh, I'm going to give the WhatNot a try. I, I'm stocking up. I... I spent way too much on way too much, but stocking up is an understatement. Stocking up, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try the breaks, and I'm gonna try. I got a lot of singles. Uh, it's mainly gonna be wrestling cards, but I've talked with our buddy Jimmy. He's got some some baseball cards. I know you got some stuff that you'd like to try. I know our buddy Painter's got some stuff. So uh, we're gonna have all sorts of different stuff on Wednesday. I'm just gonna do a quick, uh, probably about five o'clock our time. So that'd be about seven seven Eastern. Uh, at D. Roy Everett, but I'm just going to get on and, and see how it works. I, I've or, ordered a few things, so it's not going to be 
show, show ah, I bit myself there. That's how good it is. <laughs> Not going to be completely show ready, but it's just going to be in there. After you go through the whole process, they say, okay, you got two weeks to do your first show, and then I think they drop you if you don't do it. Just to make sure you're serious and on board. But I'm uh, going to get on there, try to f- sell a few things, figure out how the shipping and all that works, figure out how the platform works. And I think it's going to be good. I'm kind of I'm excited to try it out. And and if you're again new to the show, or you know you've listened, you've done everything, whatnot is a live version of uh, eBay. It's and and not e- just any type of auction. Yeah, you it's, know, a, it's a live auction. It's kind of like a little bit of uh, eBay meets uh, Instagram Live or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Derek's going to get on there. He's going to have his uh, stretchy pants. He's going to show the number, see who wants to buy what. Don't put it past me. No, oh, no, that's a different kind of selling stuff. I'll, I'll do it. My Lulu Rose. <laughs> I don't, you can't say that. Um, is it kind of like like what they do in, in uh, is it Holland or, or what do they call it? The, the red light district? The, the Dutch auction. The Dutch auction. You kind of show up to the window, see what you get and pay for what you like. Negotiate from there. <laughs> it's similar. The, the red light room. I guess that's how I'd refer it to you. I mean, you can start. I, I might have to refer to you. You have to have, have your own channel as well. No, you no, be flustered. We're we're all good together. Well, I mean, we were gonna try. We talked. We were gonna run some stuff over here at some point. Well, that's a nice thing. You can just kind of go wherever, set it up, and do it. So, I think it's gonna be fun. I, I'm excited for it. Like it's just, we're, we're we've been in this weird uh, kind of transitional phase. Uh, Derek's been really hitting the uh, the four tens at at his job, and you know he just keeps moving up that company ladder. I mean. Derek, Derek just keeps doing it, and the hard part is, I think that's where a lot of people might be, is I'm in this weird, you know, you're in this weird spot of, you know, I think the older we get, the more you, you realize how important time is, and, and time is money, and, and you have to be able to enjoy what you do, and as, as much as Derek, you know, might say something about counting colostrum or picking up forklifts full of honey that are spilled everywhere, he likes his job. Yeah, and I know it is. Obviously, and there are times when none of us like our job. I mean, we have to do it. But if you can find something that you enjoy and that you can make money at, and if you're in that transitional phase of how do I really make the leap or or how do I kind of really have my own business, these are all things that are happening now. And the internet has has made that available. And what I mean by that is is you know in my you know position, I deal with a lot of you know small business owners. People that take a business that might have, you know, brought in 20, 30, 40,000 and, and it, you know, it, it continues to grow. Now it's 160 or now it's 240,000. And this is kind of revenue every year. And, and if you're, you're doing something, you got to know the accounting aspect of it. You just have to. And it's one of those things, I think a lot of people like ignore it. They kind of bury their head in the sand. And I don't know. It's just one of those things that, if you're going to continue to grow your your side hustle and make it your main hustle or, you know, even with your own current career where you've worked for a company for a long time and you know you can do it better on your own, understand the accounting aspect. I'm This is, again, coming from an accountant that I've dealt with small business owners for 15 years. You can do it. And what I mean by that is if you're willing to work and spend the time you can make more money working for yourself than for somebody else. Now, there's trade-offs. There are a lot of trade-offs. There might be more stress involved in it. You might have to answer to more people. Everybody thinks, well, I'm my own boss. Well, if you don't you know, set up your business the right way, 
essentially your customers become your boss. So instead of you dealing with one boss, now you have 50 to 75. It depends on what kind of business you're in. So I guess I'll kind of really getting at on that is um, if you like what you do, you know, and you want to find a way, go out, you know, branch out, you know, try something because you won't know unless you try it, D-Roy. Yeah, I think a lot of people think that way too. They hate customer service. They don't want to deal with customers in the public. They're just going to start their own thing. And there's a lot more relying on the customer. Like then you are customer service. You are the face of the company. You are, uh, that's who feeds you at that point. So uh, there is a trade-off, like you're saying. A lot of people that, that do the eBay, do the online, do the Amazon stuff, though, they said they, you know, it's a common thing. I'd rather work 60 or 8 hours for myself than 40 hours for somebody else's dream. And, uh, you know, I try to do kind of a, a, a mixed match of that. Kind of a, you know, I, I try to do a little bit for myself. I, I got a good job. Uh, I get treated well for the most part. You know, I, I like what I do, like Adam said. Uh, they, they take care of me and stuff, but... Ever that changes, you know, I, I have all these other other uh, plates of spinning that you can grasp onto. Maybe I go full-time on a whatnot. Maybe I go full-time on an eBay. Oh, eBay sells her down. Maybe I go over to Amazon. You know, it's good to have uh, different revenue streams or opportunities because you never know what's going to happen. So uh, for me, it, it's a comfortable, it's a good spot to be at. Adam's been able to make a, a business. Uh, he doesn't say a whole lot, but he was an accountant before. He didn't like what was going on or how things were going where he was at. It was kind of a, it was a tough situation, really. And he said, you know what, I'm going to go out on my own. I'm going to start up my own spot. He has. He's, he's bought this uh, building down here where we're at. He's been able to keep that up, uh, you know, rent out to some different clients and run his own business out there. That's that's not easy to do. Uh, you know, we joke about it. He works only a few months out of the year and, and day in, day out. He can go do whatever he wants, play golf or whatever. But really, he's, he's created that opportunity for himself where, it could have went the opposite way, could have, could have failed, not got clients, not kept up on the things he needs to do. Because you are accountable to yourself. And not only that, now he has employees and stuff that he, he pays and has to take care of. And, you know, they're relying on him. Their their paychecks and stuff depend on whether or not he can get clients in and do a good job. So it, it's not easy, but if that's what you're after, it's, it's available. And that's something that I think a lot of people just kind of clock out. And this is what I do. This is my job. I hate it. I'm stuck here. I can never leave or do my own thing because I'm trapped. And that's not necessarily true. My buddy Mario Andretti always says if if uh, you're, you're driving and everything's... Your, your buddy Mario. <laughs> if you're driving and it's comfortable, you're going too slow. Well, you know, in his business, that might be... In my business, that's where I need to be. <laughs> but why? here's something that just came to my mind, though. You got the Mario Kart game, right? You're, you're familiar with Mario Kart. My kids love the Mario Kart. Why have Karts? they never put Mario Andretti in the Mario Kart? Seems like that would be a smooth uh, transition. That's something that they should cross over event, something like that. I know Gary V's working a lot on this Nintendo-type stuff to bring the nostalgia back, and, and I think that's a good... You know, transition some of these guys. Well, they get some of these NASCARs, some of these uh, yeah. F1s, like the biggest thing going right now. Why don't they get some of this, uh, you know, downloadable content where you pay to bring these people in the game? I'd, I'd love to drive me a Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> I know you were a Dick Trickle man before he passed. I I, I was. Uh, you know, Mark Martin Viagra number four. That was all over it. I'm just saying there's probably opportunities here, Nintendo. You're welcome. Um, send a check in the mail. That's right. Or Gary. I, I do want to say something. You brought up a very good point about the uh, uh, the kindness of the heart, the way you're, you're treated well. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago. Derek, he had a, a really sweet smoking deal for me and says, called me on a Saturday night, says, hey, I got front seats, glass, 
uh, seats at the the hockey match. I forgot we did that. Anyway, that's been a little bit. It has been. He says I got these seats, and luckily I was already in Salt Lake, and I and I told my wife it was the last day of tax season, and she's like, "Yeah, you better go." So Derek and I went up to uh, watch us a good Utah Grizzly hockey match, and I can tell you what I, I've been to a couple hockey uh, match. Am I calling it right? Match. Match game. I'm. Game. We're not experts. We're not experts. This was minor league hockey now. Yes, but. We had glass seats, and we had a, a really good time. Uh, we, we, I think you bent your Wookiee up there. It was Star Wars night. Star Wars. Star Wars, yep. Don't be getting us in trouble, Adam. Uh, I know. Yeah. We, we've got some people that are watching putting them on the glass, whatever that means. And I tell you what, Derek, that was a good time. I'm not going to lie. We, uh, we had a good time. Hanging out, watching some uh, three periods of hockey. We went to we went to a fight, and a hockey game broke out. <laughs> there was two pretty uh, throwdown fights, um, and and like these are these are glass seats, and there was more than one occasion that somebody got body checked right into us. There was that puck that we thought was going to come through and hit you in the head. We had a, a pretty smoking puck come right at my face. Um, it was just fun. It was a cool environment. Uh, and of course, it, it was a business trip. We ran into a client of mine. So how how could that have ever happened? A client of yours somewhere? You know, it's just that's kind of what happens. You you you, you know, uh, what do they say? Friends together, flock together, so, something like birds that. of a feather. Is yeah, that what you are? yeah, yeah. There, there you go. But we had a good time. Um, the the fighting was was very cool. Um, our our grizzly w- were, were down, and, and then they came it was back. A pretty good comeback, wasn't it? It was a pretty good comeback. Then we were throwing green pucks onto the floor. There was something else that happened that I can't remember. Ah, it, it was the world. It was karma. Um, you know, you ever been in like a, a thing and, and there literally is a sign. Like it tells you, you were in the right place at the right time. We were walking out of the hockey match to go back to the car. Oh, we ate at uh, Old Crab before. We had, we had some good food. Um, it was just a good time. But we're walking back from uh, from the arena to our car and of course, right when we walk by, the car that is um, in the kind of in the road got a license plate holder that says Pahrump, Nevada. Uh, I mean, I don't think we could have timed that any better there, Devo. It made you feel nostalgic for home. Oh, I, I was felt like I was supposed to have been there. It is a good time of year. I mean, for minor league sports or stuff, if you're looking for stuff to go out and do, go out and support your local teams. Uh, our buddy Phil, when the bees were starting, which is Salt Lake minor league team, was able to get. Uh, game use stuff, a lot of bats, a lot of different stuff, and some of these guys going to be big players, and you know there's there's opportunities to get autographs or or whatever. They, they were auctioning off the Star Wars jerseys after the game. Uh, some of that stuff could resell pretty well. I mean, even if you're not a, a Utah minor league uh, hockey fan, you might want one of those. I mean, there's Star Wars fans all over. That's a unique item that's licensed that you know you probably could have sold for a decent amount of money. So. Uh, there's opportunities everywhere, I guess is what I'm saying. But you can still go out and have fun, have a good time. There's no, there's nothing wrong with that. There's no harm in that. We had a real good time. We had some, some beignets uh, after the game. I ate mine prior. You finished yours off after the game. I was just too nervous for the game. Oh, yeah. it was man. It was so. So I think that was an employee perk. Uh, you know, his job gave him some uh, some tickets. So, you know, you got to be. Uh, I, I'm not clever, but uh, unique or. Come up with some extra bennies. Take care of people. Give them what they want. Yeah, I mean, I went to work a lot happier that next day. I was at work a lot happier and smiling because I had a good good weekend. They treat you right. And Adam was yelling that Idaho still sucks, and it was great. <laughs> there was a great 
I, I don't know. I love it just from that. Uh, there was a guy in the penalty box for fighting, for punching another guy in the face. And Idaho comes out. The guy gets out of the penalty box. And, and the, the announcer says, Idaho's now at full strength. And and they still suck. The whole crowd just shouted, <laughs> and they still suck. All together. Adam was tickled. I, I think it was the third time that it had happened throughout the game that we, we finally I caught on to what they were saying. So. Shout out to those minor league type, uh, the you, know, little, yeah. you know, the, the little things uh, that happen. So also, Adam, how, how were those macadamia nuts? Oh, I tell you what, man, I, I had about uh, five and six of them. They weren't good for the diet. And, and uh, I passed them off to the other guy here in the office. And I ate my share and I tell you, tickled pink. Appreciate the uh, the macadamians. Uh, you didn't think I came through for it? No, you. no, you came through. You came you came more through than uh yeah, uh, it was a good time. I appreciate that. Uh, coming back from the Hawaii's, I'm getting ready here in, in a couple weeks. We're going to go take off to the Oregon coast. Looking forward to that vacation. Um, I know we're always, you know, kind of uh, dabbling in different different places to go look. Uh, my wife got back on the train. She hit a, a couple thrift stores this week looking for some items. So Yeah, my eBay sales, I've been focusing, like I said, on, on cards. I said this first of the year and stuff, and it it's been kind of weird. This is where I'm hoping the whatnot will come out because I'll have like a day where it's just a great day and then like nothing for a while. And I try to, you know, list things and stuff. And of course, uh, there's different things going on. I'm not as consistent as I should be, but I'm hoping uh, with the whatnot, I can kind of make up on some of those smaller, you know, if you think you do a show for a half hour to hour and you sell an average of 30 items, $5 an item or something like that, that's not really that bad, especially yeah. when it's just your single cards or stuff like that or you know, you're getting some of those breaks. Maybe you're getting fifteen, thirty dollars a pack. Uh, we'll see what happens. But um, that's where I was kind of thinking, man. Maybe I shouldn't have went all in and like, you know, maybe I should have spread it out because you know, t-shirts, different things have different time seasons, whatever you want to call it. So uh, it's it's just a test this year. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah, it's 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 still amazing to me that you can go find something for you know five dollars or less and sell it for about even twenty to thirty, forty dollars. Yeah, that's that's amazing, and it happens day in day out. Yes, sir. So, well, D. Roy, you're always bringing the knowledge. You're bringing the hockey's. You're having the good times. Uh, we enjoy doing the show. Thank you so much, all the people that continue to listen to us. Like so, we we uh, we did miss a show last week. Derek had a throw in a best of. I think that's only the third show, right? I think so. It might happen. I mean, the third th- show in three years that we had are, to throw in a, a best of. Yeah, we're gonna try to record, but if it doesn't work out. We got a lot of best ofs to throw up there, so we haven't abandoned you. We're not going anywhere. We, no. we just need to figure out a schedule and get some stuff recorded. So, well, appreciate it. There, give us give us a thumbs up. Let, let us know that uh, you know we appreciate. It. We see the numbers. People are still listening, Droy. Yeah, if you want to come lurk uh, over at uh, whatnot at Droy Everett social media, Droy Everett Adam Adam up accounting. Um, I had a guy uh, reach out trying to sell me some cards uh, a couple weeks ago. Listener of the show. I uh, had some graded uh, older wrestling cards. I uh, appreciate you reaching out. If anyone wants to sell me stuff, don't don't be afraid to, to ask. I didn't want to lowball him. I didn't know what these things were worth, so I reached out to Painter, sent him over some stuff. He decided he was going to sell them on his own, which is cool. Hopefully he gets more money than what I was offering. Uh, we are resellers, so I, I can't give you uh, what you could get else. We're all about it. helping you make money, too. But so. they were cool cool cards, and thanks for contacting me. I don't, I don't know if I said that to him or not, so I don't want to sound rude. And that's what I told him, too. I said, I want a low-ball low listener. I can't afford to lose any listeners now. <laughs> but, no, I, I appreciate it. And that's cool to see a guy that 
had some wrestling cards, had them graded, and is out selling that listens to the show. So hey, we're all in this game together, that D Roy. So that being said, my friend, there are two things in life that are for certain: be death piles and taxes. <laughs>